Lime, duh. Wah, ah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, baby. Hello. Changing my lifestyle. I'm four or five women. Podcast every week of my life. Hey, welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect the listening to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most viral stand up about much more professional wrestling than black. Oh, you didn't know? A.K.A. Dunsky, uh, Black Amora. Holy motherfucking shit. A.K.A. <laughs> Donnie Wrestling. Zoom, zoom, clap, clap, clap. Donnie Wrestling. This bitch should not happen on Zoom. A.K.A. The modern day goof and spoof. Hop. No more, Mr. Nice Jew. Raja coming at you like Cleopatra. Baby, baby. Gabba, gabba. Gabba, gabba. We gabba, gabba. Gabba, gabba. The and this girl, uh, she is my aunt. <laughs> now shake those hips. Damn, she's fine. <laughs> what up, jabroniacs? We are back in action. Why don't you shut up, Steve? Well, hey, for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy wrestling reactions. Stupid! Okay, no judgments. Uh, <laughs> what up? We're back. Another spicy week. Lots to say. Too much to say. Many would argue that, uh, we, we, you know, that... That we should go into overtime, but I say no. We run a tight ship here, aka the loosest ship in the wrestling verse. Uh, before we move on to talking about wrestling, just know this podcast is grassroots. Uh, we are more grassroots than ever, given the COVID era. Lost our studio. We had a beautiful, beautiful studio, Sunset Boulevard, Hollywood Strip. Uh, it was one of the top studios, and we lost it. We lost it due to COVID. And it's growing weeds. It's growing weeds. Um, everybody knows it. We hate weeds, right, folks? We hate weeds. No, the worst. My dad loves weeds. The TV show. Still talking about <laughs> weeds. But anyway, we need, the only way to support this podcast is on Patreon.com/slash Comedians of Wrestling. But uh, throw us a couple bucks. You, you, uh, uh, you can handle it. And uh, but uh, we're not asking for handouts because we got tiers of this pod that offers you bonus content every Friday. Me and Tulo, the Supermark, who might be appearing on this podcast tonight. Holy motherfucking shit. Uh, we'll uh, be, we talk about, uh, we dissect AEW and NXT. We're getting to the Wednesday night content. And every uh, Monday night slash Tuesday morning, Aaron and I have the Cow Movie Club where we dissect movies with pro wrestlers in them. And Aaron, you're here. Let's throw it over to you. What movie can they hear us talk about this week? And what movie can the folks expect for next week? Oh, I almost forgot. This week, we watched the 2011 John Cena classic, The Reunion, now available on official cow streaming platform Tubi. Oh, yeah. And let's hear it. Tubi's one of my guys. And next week, we are watching the 2019 classic, 
yeah. Changeland, directed by and starring Seth Green and Randy Orton. Now available wow. on Hulu. Wow, we really yeah. run the gamut. Uh, you know, like I say it every week, watching movies where your entrant point is just that there's a wrestler in it, that's gonna that's gonna throw you all over the map. I mean, you're gonna be yeah. spanning genres and quality galore. Right. Uh, well, I shared a list to our Facebook page of every movie that we have watched I saw for that. this podcast in the Cal Movie Club and in studio dissection episodes, and it is a very diverse list of films. Cinema, really. Right. Um, okay, great. And uh, so that's exciting. People are going to be pumped about that. And also, guys, remember, on this podcast, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you do, tell us a wrestler that is one of your guys. A wrestler, you see them, and you're like, this wrestler gets my juices flowing. You know what I mean? You, you see a wrestler, and you're like, baby! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you see their talents, it makes you want to uh, crack. Uh, oh! A little bit of the bubbly. You know what I mean? You just want to celebrate by seeing them. Leave that in our review, and we'll tell, we'll congratulate you on having a new one of your guys in the reviews, and we have a couple for you right now. Um, wow. Timmy Sims, five-star hey. review for us on Apple Podcast. He says, the intro to this podcast is one of my guys. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Finally, somebody likes it. <laughs> well, that's good. That's going to counteract that one-star review yeah. I got roasting the <laughs> intro. Um, okay, here we go. Oh, wait. Uh, I think I, oh, no, here it is. All right. Uh, someone, Jimmy, JS, Oxford Standard says, Adam Page, one of my guys. Wow. Anyway, and I've done the rest of them so far. So anyway, guys, leave five-star reviews. You can get me to read your podcast. I have another announcement for the pod. I'm going wow. to be uh, bringing back the cash-its for yeah. the pod. Uh, by popular demand, I'll be bringing back the cash-ins next week. Um, I, the number is to leave a cash-in. You leave us a voicemail, and we'll play them on the pod. I know how to do this now. <laughs> now that we don't have the studio. But remember, if you like the cash-in feature, you want it back. Patreon.com. Support us. That's another feature that we need to add to this podcast and uh, show some respect for once, okay? <laughs> to your wallet for a couple of dollars. No big deal, right, <laughs> folks? Come on. Uh, but the number is uh, 316. Sound of glass breaking. Mm -hmm. Where is that? I, I've already even played that today. 530 Blow my mind. Gabba gabba wee. Gabba gabba gig. All right. So anyway, let's get into it. Let's talk about all the spice that is. Oh, wait, one more thing. Check out the regular guy news podcast, uh, Dan Black Attack podcast. We are discussing Kamala Harris. We're doing a deep dive into her credentials. That's it. I got no agenda. I'm just looking at what has she done. That's it. We're going through that. Uh, plain and simple. No, uh, no, 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 no editorializing. Just being like, hey, what has she done? I mean, maybe a little bit of time in between. But look, I got no agenda. Let's just see. Has this person qualified to be the VP? Uh, Answer is yes. And uh, check that out. It's on the Dan Black Attack podcast. Um, Probably more qualified to be vice president than Joe Biden is qualified to be president. Yeah. Any, oh wow! You can figure that out. No more, Mister Nice Q. Okay, Newman. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, okay, so let's get into it. Newman is in the house, as always. You heard him already. He couldn't even hold back for t- this. He couldn't hold back for 10 minutes while I intro the show. I mean, come on. Ridiculous. He couldn't give me 15 to 25 minutes uh, of his time. He's a nasty, nasty boy. He is finally tapped out his arch nemesis, Spectrum Wireless Internet, uh, and he's here with a beautiful connection. He's coming at us live from the raw underground. Nasty wow. How about it, underground? I'm back. We're running out of Coke. We need to pick up some more, <laughs> but things are going good. Yeah, Raw Underground, by the way, is sponsored by cocaine. That's the drug. <laughs> the drug. Wherever you can get it, it's sponsored. Uh, as always, you heard her already, the First Lady, Erin Finnerty, in the house. <laughs> and joining us from Long Island, uh, our Long Island correspondent. He heard we're talking about MJF. He wanted to be boots on the ground. He could practically smell the brute cologne. Nick Tulo, the supermarket and the holder of the cow money in the bank briefcase. Uh, it's not brute. It's cool water. Okay. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. Uh, you've been uh, stupid. <laughs> yeah. Great news about the cash-ins coming back. Me being actually the king of the cash-in. One day, I used to only be a guy who cashed in. And now look at me. I'm yeah. on the pot. So don't get any crazy ideas. It will not happen for anyone. <laughs> this is it. We're trying to lie, but hey, anything's possible. <laughs> if anything I could do it, possible. you could. Just not around here. That's right. Different podcast. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Tulo is here. Already regretting that, but he's here. Uh, let's get into talk about this interesting week in the world of professional wrestling. I would like to just start by saying it feels like, I don't know if this is just in my head or not, <laughs> it feels as if uh, wrestling is getting a little revitalized. Am I making that up? Am I just feeling that? Nothing has changed in this world in terms of COVID still on the rise. We're still mm-hmm. doing this show on Zoom. We're spiking all over the place. Uh, yeah. The world is truly still out of control. Almost no progress in any direction. But I just feel like people are... More excited for wrestling? Am I wrong? Do you feel that, or is that just me? Um, you know, I completely agree. I'm, I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm, I'm riding shotgun. I think we've all settled to the, to the new low of wrestling. And <laughs> yeah. Our baseline is different. Yeah. Now. Like we've acclimated. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I can enjoy this. I guess. Yeah. A different level. A lower level. Yeah, it is. You know, it's like funny. It's like when I'm scrolling through all the depressive, like, like, uh you know, news of the day, right? And the swampiness that is, like, Facebook and blah, blah, blah. All all the wrestling comedy makes me smile, right? Did you see the fucking, all the memes, I love all wrestling memes, even bad memes. Did you guys see... Desperate times. Yeah, did you guys see that video of the guy, like, the, the, like, cops are, like, arresting his son and he runs after... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And people were editing it all with wrestling music? (laughs) Like a run-in? Yeah, like as a run-in. With warrior music. Oh, my God. It's so fucking funny. I know Matt McCarthy posted it. A bunch of people are posting it. I don't know if I've seen that one, but I have to say there was a meme, a video, a shit post, whatever you want to call it, posted to our Facebook page. Oh, yeah. That was the explosion in lebanon oh that turned God. into the smoke that edge walks through when he enters oh. <laughs> and you think you know me oh 
okay, let me Come tell you on, this. Dan. That is so <laughs> <hot damn. laughs> Dan. I, had, I was so shocked when I oh saw God, it. Dan. And the caption Dan. was like, I, I want to say soon. I deleted that. I deleted it. You deleted it? it? Okay. Yeah. When I saw it, I was so shocked by that content. <laughs> I didn't even know what to think. Here's the t- it was okay. insane. Okay, let me let, let me talk about this for one second. Okay, so a very funny meme. Wow. A very funny idea that Edge meme, and it is an example. Something makes me happy is they show something that ends up in smoke, and then Edge right. enters. Right. It's what I. It's I love it so much. This was in such poor taste. I deleted it off the Facebook group. It's the explosion in Beirut. From like a week ago. From a week ago that is that is put Lebanon into complete turmoil. And it was insensitive. I deleted it. it um so but I, crazy. I, I I also I, I also seen the guy who posted it. I feel like I just deleted it. I didn't like boot him out of the group or anything. Right. I you know Not I think Did he make it or just repost? It was no. a reshare. He clearly said source. He clearly said, I didn't make this. Right. But is it too soon? <laughs> he said too soon with a question mark, <laughs> yeah. meaning you knew better. You knew yeah. better. Okay. Yeah. Um, if anyone is affected by that explosion that we know, uh, uh, you know, my heart goes out to you. That is, that's, you know, that's a failure of government on its people. It's, it's you know, an extension of what we're mm-hmm. experiencing here. You know, uh, people shouldn't be susceptible to uh, – uh, uh, inadequacies of people that they vote in and uh, pay to protect them. So not, nothing, nothing good there. Uh, assuming that story is still true, right? Because it was just they were storing chemicals incorrectly. Is that my understanding? It was seized chemicals from Russian from Russian ship. Am I wrong? I might be a little off. <laughs> Sounds like a topic for the regular guy news. Yeah, not not really. Anyway, anyway, that being said, <laughs> the edge beam of when something that is an innocuous smoke, let's say. I don't know, like a small fire. I don't know. Trash don't fire. Know. A oh, trash fire. And then really Edge comes one. out of it. Very funny. A really funny one was uh, uh, there was uh, back like a couple months ago when like there was like some riots happening and there was uh, in like a Walmart. There were people like rioting in a Walmart oh. and the woman in like a wheelchair was like trying to like <laughs> stash trying to stab people and like stop them from like looting. Yeah, at a target. Oh, yeah, target. And they sprayed her with a uh, fire extinguisher and then the smoke and then the <laughs> came edge coming out of the smoke. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think you know me. Oh, man. Oh, man. I love no. Edge. What is it? Like, you just, like, you just, I like just see Edge enter from that smoke and I immediately just go, yeah, fuck you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, Joe, man, is he so cool? Anyway, uh, okay. But yeah, I think wrestling, There's, a, I feel like there's a revitalization. But this guy, the, someone was put, they put the, this guy, his son's being arrested by two cops. And this guy, this cop, he runs in from outside and it plays the warrior music. So it just goes like, <laughs> and he just runs at the cops. And it's, and it's just, people were editing it literally to have like lights, like scanning spotlights and stuff. It's just it's fucking good. It's just good. Then someone posted like a fight on the street, which is, I don't condone like filming fights. <clears throat> but somebody just straight up gives a guy a powerball, uh, uh, a pile driver. Saw that. Saw did that you one. see that? Yeah, I did. That one I didn't share because I go like, this is, this is just true violence. 
was in the group, I think. But I did watch it like 40 times in a row because it, this guy, they're like just <laughs> having just like a fist fight. And then this guy just gets him into a pile driver. But if you watch it, it's so weird because they like, like wrestling, you know, when you get somebody between your legs and you both are like, one, yeah. <laughs> it feels like they do that and then totally. the guy's head hits the ground for the pile driver they both get up and just walk in separate directions <laughs> the fight's over fight over if you pull off a wwe <laughs> about somebody in a real fight it's done on the, on the, on the asphalt like. it doesn't matter where it was going it's over it's over there was yeah. one there's one where there's another it's like a street fight happening and this yeah. guy rushes and the one guy and he like kind of tries to spear him and he does like a legit like gut wrench power bomb. Like he picks the guy Whoa. up and slams him down. I'm like, why? How? Some of these gut wrenches are big. more common in fights than than any other pickup wrestling move because <laughs> right. it's kind of like you can awkwardly grab somebody in a gut wrench and then right. put them into that. But yeah, it's crazy. I saw one video where the guy like the guy kind of like picked the guy up and then the other guy like kind of was trying to like fight out of it and then went into like a sun almost like a Canadian destroyer. <laughs> 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 you know I mean? like, wow, you guys accidentally did something so acrobatic, you know. <laughs> I really liked the spear off the like the, boat. the canoe. The that canoe, I shared. Yeah, that was that, is that guy naked or was he I don't naked? Think so. I don't think so. That every time I watch that, I saw something new. He's wearing it like, like khaki shorts. He's, the beer, yeah. <laughs> the beer yeah. flies. The beer flies in the other. That direction. spear is like that dress. You're like, is it like purple or white or whatever? <laughs> yeah, whatever that was. Because like <laughs> one guy was like, "Am I the only one who just saw the beer fly?" And then someone wrote that. Because all right, so in this yeah. video, if you haven't seen it, it's in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. It can be an interesting Facebook group. It's a guy. He's docking a, an, a, in a canoe, canoe. right? He's docking yeah, in a canoe. I'm watching it now. <laughs> <laughs> he's standing. I'm just laughing thinking about it. He's, he's standing. He's got up. a vet. Uh, the flotation uh, vest yeah, on, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Aaron Shonen on the Zoom video, which is on the uh, my YouTube page. And I guess song. his friend or somebody spears him from off camera so fucking hard into the yeah. lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's like a comedy secret there where it's like anytime something comes from off camera, off screen, yeah, and Full hits speed. It, it's a hundred percent funny every time. Yeah. Oh God. Anyway, this stuff is the only <laughs> shit making me laugh right now. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's no like good Fauci jokes or like, like I don't need any of that shit. Um, even like Kamala Harris becomes the VP candidate, and then like someone says to me immediately Kamala stuff, and you're like, ah. yeah, <laughs> like Kamala 2020 shirt. I'm like, eh, wrestling is everything. It's dope. <laughs> yeah. uh, so well, true. J- Kamala's last is James. He's James Kamala Harris. Yeah, yeah his name is Kamala Harris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his real name is like James Harris, right? Right. And then his kayfabe name was, Ka- uh, was Kamala. Right. His name's Kamala Harris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <it's> a- <laughs> Dominic Mysterio. Same thing. Dominic, Dominic Mysterio. Mysterio. R.I.P. to Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, he's um, dead. We'll get into that. But okay. So. <sighs> <laughs> the pre-workout's kicking in. Well, what the, yeah. Oh man, is that what that is? The pre-workout's kicking out. Um, let's get the return of the cowbell. Uh, got wow. the cowbell, thing. which I'm gonna bring over to Aaron. Yeah, I'll have the video. The cowbell got it from Cow Studios. We finally have the bell again. But um, I will bring up something else that's kind of outside the ring. I was watching a little wrestling with Jamie. And I'm going to try to get Jamie to come on here and do do um, 
a little guest commentary. Uh, uh, t- t- have her review the match that she watched. She watched a full match. Which but match? The Luchasaurus uh, versus on AEW. Luchasaurus. Oh, just now. The Jurassic I've seen. I've seen your wife, Jamie. Picked up by yeah, physically picked up by Luchasaurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was no effort on, on her, his part her Instagram. <laughs> Easily, yeah, picked her up. But so, um, she said, "He's the biggest man I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> I believe it. She's right. He's huge. He's enormous. Yeah, uh, love Luchasaurus. But you know, like you know that moment we we've talked about this before when like you love wrestling so much, somebody who someone you idolize, some um <laughs> someone comes in, somebody. <laughs> I got to I got to find that. I definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. had that somewhere. Uh but um you know like like you finally get somebody to like actually watch like wrestling, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the moment they see is like just so stupid. <laughs> you know because wrestling's only like what? Good 5% of the time or whatever like right. you know what I mean? So like 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 truly hits on that that high. You're always chasing that those awesome. You're chasing the Daniel Bryan moments and blah 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 whatever, you know? But so Jamie's turn. She walks in right as Luchasaurus comes in in his full uh, 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 Lucha mask, and then he looks to the camera, and we're both watching. And he's like, "Mom, like it only took me sixty-five million years to get a title shot." Oh my god, that's <laughs> and then walks what she out. Got. And then Jamie's like, "It's so stupid." <laughs> because this is so stupid. We're like. Then she watched the match, and you can see what she said. But you, you know, you know that moment where you like want somebody to see the cool shit, but then mm-hmm. they see like the silliest mm-hmm. stuff. Then yes. they just keep walking. They're like, "All right, catch up with you later." <laughs> I'm gonna go upstairs now. I didn't know what to say. Like, if let's say if you had this situation with your Sigods, right? Yeah. Who's not a wrestling guy? Yeah. Uh, what, what, what? Uh, and then the di- dinosaur says, "Oh, 65 million years." You know, and like their mind is like, this is an athletic competition that we're supposed to s- suspend our disbelief. But this guy's pretending to be a dinosaur who speaks perfect English without even an <laughs> accent or anything. He just uses his regular voice, you know, well, like a dinosaur accent. Yeah, I, I'm all, kind of accent would, I about? think it would help. I think it would help if he was like, I'm only just, I think it would help him. In your mind, what is a dinosaur's accent? Oh, uh, it's like Tim <laughs> Allen, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know that it makes no fucking sense that a dino would talk like that. I know, because dinosaurs don't talk, and also we'd have no basis for what they sound like. They could sound more human. I understand that. But I still think it would help if he was like, I'm a dinosaur. (laughs) Instead of being like, hey, I'm a dinosaur. (laughs) Hey, Bob. What do you got there? Anyway. This is lemonade? No, uh, no, no, no. This is a lime, dog. I just uh, it was warm, so I uh, actually I don't know why I didn't crack it on mic. That was fucking weird. But oh, this is I always pre-pop mine. No, don't worry. It's not a big deal. I got a twelver. I got a twelver <laughs> right here. What flavor is that? Testique. Testique. It's watermelon. Duh. Wow, is it, is it amazing? Finest. Is that what the French call watermelon? Pastique. Yeah, I guess. I gotta get up on oh, that. You didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about wrestling for a second. So, you know what I want to do? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about wrestling. I, well, that's what we've been doing, guys. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm not I'm the king of the segue. Everyone knows this, okay? Many people are talking about this, okay? 
I want to compare and I want to talk about. Uh, and not in not in really. I'm not trying to be like critical, but I think it's interesting. The two heavyweight title pictures going on for SummerSlam and All Out. Okay, mm-hmm. which is the MJF Mox promo that happened this week, segment that happened this week, and the Randy Drew segment that happened this week. Because I think that, um, I feel like they were both successful in ways, unsuccessful in ways, but different in a way where you can kind of be like, see the differences between the companies, you know, that I thought it was really interesting while I was watching it. Um, so let's start with, let's start with just the Randy Orton segment. So I think this Randy Orton segment at the end of Raw when he punts Ric Flair was a killer successful segment, I thought, right? Like, I thought that's like a must-watch it's one of those things. It's like, you know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's what Randy's been doing. It's very consistent, right? But it's it's heightened because now he's doing it on Rick. It's like now he's completely out of uh, 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 control. As a matter of fact, to be honest, if I wrote this, which is this is like an, the opposite of how I always talk about this stuff, I wouldn't even have had Randy say much. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. We don't even need to hear justifications right. from Randy. We are, we're locked in on Randy's deal already. Oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> We's the number one stepdad. Uh, like, right? We know what Randy we does. He can't, he can't control himself. Like, it's like Rick's there. It's just like he's fucking get out of here. I, you know? Yeah. Like, I take you out. He's the legend killer. And also, like, he, the, so he repeated the junkie thing. It's like, I already kind of got that. That being said, Rick Flair was this is one of his best segments in ever. God knows yeah. how long, right? Yeah. It's it's kind of cool too to see like somebody who's been doing it forever still like, like like a somebody you idolize some like slip slip into a mode, right? Like he like accessed like yeah. Cause he's like a mumbly jumbler when he's talking yeah. to Kevin mm-hmm. Owen backstage. Yeah. And uh and then but then in this segment he was like dialed in, man. It's the power real. of him just being like calm and real and like vulnerable. His acting yeah. was like ten out of ten. It yeah. was like the best flair I remember since the flair. Well, to yeah. be honest, mm-hmm. and that counts all the stuff he did with his daughter. This was better. Like I believe that he sees Randy in that way. He I, and it was like so sad. You're like it I'm seventy one. It was so sad. People in the group during the show were like tear emojis like yeah. all around because it was kind of sad to see right um you were like uh, Ra- when randy's like so here i am with my thoughts of you <laughs> this is the flare well song by the way this, this is from the package of randy retiring of rick retiring by the way he didn't retire he came back but leave the memories alone all right <laughs> Anyway, oh man. Well, I think I think the line about him being this uh the son he always wanted like was like just like uh, yeah. Brutal. I mean, listen. Brutal. I know really it's brutal. It, I know it's not real, but it's still a real. It's still words that are being said. I mean, right. like no matter how much we that's, that's no longer here, too. Right. Yeah. And honestly, it actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. It does feel like that. I mean, like it's very it's, believable. It's like, believable. It's 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 sometimes that's work shoot 
too low. Like Yo, we, you, that's the thing we try to explain to people all the time <laughs> about wrestling, and it's it's really hard to explain because you have to say to somebody, "No, it's cool because yeah, we know it's scripted. Yeah, we know all that, but like." These guys have been working together for like 20 years and his yeah. son did die and like he is like doing all the stuff his son wished he wanted to do and mm -hmm. they are really close so it's like it is believable that he might feel that way where even saying it out loud here he might go to his therapist tomorrow and be like I kind of had a breakthrough with that scripted <laughs> segment right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let me play it for you on my phone. Watch right, right. Right, and that's yeah. the therapist is like, is this guy supposed to be a dinosaur or what's happening? <laughs> right, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So wait, he's a snake? <laughs> well, yeah. If you compare these two segments, Rick was like, I realized that like I've been, I've been, uh, I've been <laughs> your dog's hilarious right now. Yo, your dog is killing <laughs> Maggie's me. Like, Maggie is killing Maggie is supermaning it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see that oh my god if there's anything you do you need to stop the stop the pod immediately and find the timestamp that it is and go to the youtube and see this this is comfortable and, for her yo, it's like it's like your dog like the arm was raised for the for, yeah it's the one <sighs> two three yeah, and then yeah. it's like it's all this up she's you know, maggie's knocked out maggie's back it's like oh my god Maggie's <laughs> hulking off. All right. Anyway, so um, God. Check, out, check out the YouTube video, folks. Yeah, if you compare the two things, back to the point. Ric Flair, he was there, like, yo, I realize this might be true. Like where Luchasaurus would go to his therapist and be like, I realize I was wrestling to make my mom proud for six, sixty-five million years. He had a break, sixty-five million year breakthrough that he wrestles right. for his mother. Um, yeah, but it was it was really the sweet spot. Now that being said, great. I uh, I do feel like this is a overused tactic in WWE, and then it's just like Drew came out as just the kind of generic good guy who kind of has yeah. no connection to Rick and and uh, no connection to Rick and was just like, all right, I gotta stop Randy. It still works. It still works because it's like, yeah. wow, Randy's out of control. But my problem. Not my problem. It does work because Ric Flair is so tied to the title. Right. And the whole being like, I, I, Rick being like, I want to see you break the title. He's like, nah, you're not going to, my, my record, you know, it does work. But again, it feels like Orton does not need to be even in the title picture. Like, he, 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 what he's doing is so good that it's like, yeah, I guess he doesn't even need to be the champion. But I hope he doesn't, I hope he beats Drew. With this story, yeah. he should be beating Drew. Uh huh. Yeah, it I was kind of it kind of took me out of it a tiny bit when Drew came out and he was like, "Even Rick, oh yeah, you are something say. else, Mister. You bastard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're that's something true. else, buddy boy. I can't even Rick. You evil that's, son of a bitch. Yeah, I think we set a world record on camera cuts there between from Drew to Randy, from Drew to Randy, Drew, Randy, Randy, Drew. Really. Yeah, like, camera like, one, camera four, yeah. camera one, camera yeah. Four, yeah. Camera yeah. Four, it was like because I. I, I made note. I was like, wow, there's three minutes left in the show. And it was a, like just a three-minute stare down. Right. <laughs> okay. Wild. So I thought this really worked. It, I think they are selling this match really well. I don't think they've done enough work, and I'm not sure who, if this is anyone's really fault, but I'm not really sure they've done enough work to establish Drew as the guy to be like the, the moral compass of right. the show. It's just kind of more like he's the champ. 
he right. doesn't like that's Cena's. Like if Cena did that, you'd be like, yo, Mister Hustle, Loyalty, Respect. You'd be like, he would like to go after Flair, a, a, a legend like that. That is too far. It was that, but again, that's not really Drew's fault. This is like his initial push. He hasn't had enough time, really. Well, but like if you I just think... start calling him the, the the psychopath and blah blah blah, it doesn't totally fit into that. Like there is a lot of value. I'm just saying there is a lot mm-hmm. of value in having like that kind of well, classic hero role. You know, let's talk about the important factor: the lights going it. out. The light, the lights going out, so we don't see the actual punt. I mean. Yeah. Oh, right. Are we supposed to think that's a retribution thing? Is that a tactic? I was going to ask. I feel I a work when I see like... a work, and I think this is all just oh, a ploy gotcha. uh, for that Randy and Rick are doing I to get like saying. Drew. Uh, you uh, think uh, someone you idolize? Oh shit! <laughs> oh, you didn't know? <laughs> wow, Tulo, Tulo, did you think of that yourself? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Oh, I said, why would the lights go out there? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, why would the lights yeah, go out Yeah, that's a great call. Point? I was just like, oh, it's retribution. You're like, oh, yeah. shit, maybe he's working retribution? Pretty fucking good. See, because you get you get the big leg slap. I mean, you can fake a low blow. This I just assume thing. it's because why even Listen, risk kicking Rick? That's, that's what, what I thought. I thought like, yeah. oh, they're just doing this so they don't have to, like. Yeah. You can't. You can't. And kick. you can they just have, be like, oh, we know They have all the camera angles outside. in the world. They can make sure that that he'll never kick him. Every one of those punts, it's not like he was kicking dude. Big Show in the fucking head. At this, dude, look at Ric Flair. His skull is so thin, like a barometric <laughs> pressure shift would collapse it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, just yeah. saying. Well, yeah, Flair could drink through his forehead. At this yeah. Point. It's I mean, weird like- that retribution <laughs> would plan out to cut the lights at the time when fucking Randy's kicking uh, it. I, I, or- I think that, that's a cool theory. I don't think it's true. I think that the punt is known in WWE as dangerous. Uh, they took it away from it. Randy. Uh, at one point, he stopped well, doing it for a long song. time yeah. because, like, he was kicking guys in the head too hard. So yeah. I think they're like, "We'll give it back to you, but you're not kicking. You're not kicking Rick." That being said, I think that would be really way cooler than what they. That's like uh, if we go to uh, Newman's. Uh, what's it called? McMahon's razor. Yeah, McMahon's yeah. Razor. yeah. <laughs> you have to, uh, are you gonna apply McMahon's razor to this situation right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Razor. Do you want to re-explain what that is for people? So McMahon's razor. Yeah. Okay, so it's based on Occam's razor, not to be confused with Occam's razor. Occam's Occam's razor states that the most or that the uh, the most likely explanation is usually the simplest explanation, and so McMahon's razor is. Uh, the least exciting idea is usually the idea that they're going to go with. <laughs> right. So <laughs> my point, up. yeah, like your idea is too good, I think, too long. I mean, that's how it usually works, you know. I mean, <laughs> 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 no, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I got, you got Rick the Dirty, so the, the, but then I'm also on the other end of the spectrum. I'm like, man. If WWE wants to do something and they want to fucking get ahead and show that they're willing to take risks, now is the time. If this is a real thing, now is the time for a match between Charlotte and Randy. I mean, it would be uh, the most watched and biggest talked about thing in I, wrestling I, I, I agree. ever. I will fuck with ever. that hard. And I you know agree, what you but... do? You have Randy take out fucking Drew for the title <laughs> and then Survivor Series, you build it up for two fucking months. Two months, and you have Charlotte versus Randy for the title. And guess what? You have Charlotte win. I think I you, like it. 
I, I like think it. that you well, I I wouldn't do I would do it like this. I would I would have had Charlotte there. And yeah, what yeah. Drew did, I would have had Charlotte do. And then I think yeah. you let this thing simmer for a, like a year. Right? I think you, I, I think you, not maybe not a year but like 6 months something like that. I think you let it like Charlotte's hurt and when she comes back, they're like put her in some storyline to wrestle a woman, she beats her quick and she's like I don't. I'm not wrestling women until I get Randy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, and you you make that a long term match where people are like, because build it for a long, long time, and then, then when you sell it, you have packages of her training with other guys, uh, her her rock beefing up really hard, uh, right? Like that. Then you could really sell that. She is the woman to do that with. But then Randy probably beats her, right? I mean, I don't think Randy can lose to Charlotte. Not Listen, there is yeah. no, there is no better time for WWE to do something. I can't say that it's really hard. WWE to do something like this than right now. It's it. You don't need a crowd for this. You, you, you make it instead of calling the greatest wrestling match ever. You just do the keep going. It's the intergender match of the century. Like you know, no uh-huh. one's ever going to be able to top Randy Art Orton versus Charlotte. It's impossible. You just can't. And now more than ever. Because it was just a huge topic recently, especially on Twitter and stuff, like inter- intergender wrestling. People are like st- giving all these stupid opinions. It's like, let them do it. I mean, you have the two top two tier best. talents, the two yeah. best. I mean, literally Randy showing that he's the best now. And Charlotte is the clear cut best, even though women's wrestling is, is, is incredible now. But Charlotte's still the GOAT. You know, are people, like, are people talking about that again on, on Twitter or is this the yeah. conversation? No, yeah, it's like it came up again. And obviously you had the fucking idiots that say that, you know, they say the dumb shit. And I'll then say all this the- about intergender wrestling. I believe I buy like Oscar beating a guy or like Charlotte mm-hmm. beating Randy more than I buy Marco Stunt beating anybody yeah. in a match. That's fair, yeah. yeah so, I mean, like, this argument that, like, oh, the size difference, of the blah, 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 blah. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah. Do you understand how I mean, like, Shayna Baszler is standing yeah. right behind you now in the Raw Underground. Yeah, so, she's right. Yeah, she's Terrifying. actually pretty scary. Which was an awesome, was not not the coolest way to use Shayna Baszler ever? She belongs in the Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I got it. Oh, let's hear what let's hear what let's hear what Raw is about. I, I forgot what it is actually. Maybe Shane will call it. Welcome everyone to Raw Underground, where there are very little rules, lots of excitement, carnage, chaos, and quite frankly, lots of things that I personally would like to see. Okay, you, you guys heard it here. Uh, I know yes, that he does that pointing whew. thing now. Yeah, I know. Yes. Uh, that is a good point about the use of Shane Bezos. I think let's move on to Raw Underground in a second because I want to talk about – I want to get to an AEW thing now because I want to talk about this. So that's the Randy-Drew feud. And then I want to talk about the feud at the top, which is this MJF feud in AEW. Now, uh, I said this on the bonus episode last week. I'm still confused about some aspects of this AEW thing. And, I, and I'm interested. The people think it's – I'm not criticizing it. Here's what I would say about what MJF is doing with this John Moxley feud uh, in these promos. I can't tell if I like it or not. Is like where I'm at. I'm not exactly sure. Um, the camp I find it to be in terms of writing very convoluted. 
especially it's a little on it's a little like um um it's a, it's it's just like a little uh confusing um what's the word i want but but in terms of like okay he's doing kind of a very over the top campaign thing like a mm-hmm. very big character choice <clears throat> very uh uh a uh, 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 very charactery you know uh but then he's doing a, a lot of shoot talk you know and mm-hmm. so like in his promos he's like I'm campaigning. He's campaigning to saying that oh, everybody deserves like AEW champ people deserve better. For a, but it's a match that he has, right? So mm-hmm. again, I'm not sure what he's campaigning. I guess for the crowd to be more on his side. And I think what he's doing, based on this whole look up at the lights thing, is he's campaigning to have everybody put pressure on AEW to book him to win. <laughs> Right? Because he, I think that's what he's doing, but I'm kind of confused by it because he's saying like, I know what you don't like about me is that I won't look up at the lights for you. And then he cut the promo laying down and then Mm -hmm. said, all right, are you more comfortable now? Now do you, now you're more comfortable Moxley being like everybody just loses to you Mm -hmm. and, and makes you strong. I can't tell if I think it's, the thing is, this, I like it because I'm like, AEW doing stuff that's different and pushing boundaries is exciting for me, is to me, you know, because you see this, what they're doing with the Randy Drew feud, why I bring them up together is that's more like what you expect from WWE. They do it well. This was an example of them doing it well. We'll all be excited for Randy Drew because of how they're, well they're doing it. And then this is very different, but I don't want to sound like an old guy, right? But is this crossing too far over... Uh, the line of kayfabe. Is that like, what you're concerned about? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I don't think so. I think any, I think I, it's confusing the campaign part. They're two separate points, and I'll, I'll, we can lay them out. Is I think the campaign thing is that clicking with anyone? I actually find it, even though I'm a big MJF fan, I think he's great. This is t- corny. I think it's too corny for him. Well, I think it just happened too quick. There was never yeah. really a campaign. He did it one day and then got the title shot the same night. So, like, I mean, why call yeah. it a campaign? So, the can- so it transitioned from getting a title shot to now beca- uh, for him campaigning for him to be champion and yeah. replacing Mox as champion because Mox isn't, isn't a good champion. So it's like... It doesn't make any sense because, in the sense no. of wrestling, like you said, you you why would you campaign like you're campaigning and saying that you'll be a better champion? I guess that's what he's doing. Yeah, like that he'll be I a thought better he was going to start this campaign and it was going to go on for champ. a long time, and yeah, then he, the right. they were going to eventually have to give in to him because everybody was like, right. he should be. They should give him the title shot. He's ranked number one. Why are they not doing yeah, it? Yeah, they and then they, it was, and then he's campaigning for him. this title shot he deserves. But then they just gave it to him, and he's still doing a campaign for a match he already has. But then he's saying shoot stuff when he's doing something that is so fake. It, mm-hmm. it like it's you know, mm-hmm. um, but also so so it's two separate things. I think that they, oh. these two things are in like magic we call them nombos, right? Like it's a non combo. <laughs> these things, the synergy Nombo. between these two things is not good. It's not good Nombo. to be like I'm doing like a goofy like, hey, this sign is crooked. A character that big, but then also be like, you don't like me because I won't take a pin for you, I, I, right? Well, I mean, I think 
MJF, if you want to go, if you want to talk about like real things affecting his wow. ability to be the, the, the champion, he's extremely one note in my mind. Uh, and from what I see. And so it's like, if you want to talk about, well, oh, you're not the, I'm not the champion. I'd be a better champion than you. It's like, well, have you really shown any kind of growth at all since you've been on TV? He's still just like the guy who is mean to the audience. No. He's definitely, he definitely is, I, I, he's definitely in a zone, I see what you're saying, where he is so far and above other guys on mic, you know, yeah. that no mm-hmm. one is pushing him. Like, right. so he's not, he, like, so if you think about great moments of, like, Cena reigns, where he's like, it's called a promo, dude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Cena was yeah. elevating guys, like, left and right. Rollins, there was guys, so no one is elevating MGF. He's far and away better than these doing guys doing it on his own yeah personality and <clears throat> mic work i mean kenny omega they showed a they showed a promo with him backstage i was like this is a pre-tape you delete this i mean it's right. terrible yeah it's like you know it's and, like uh, that's supposed to be the is is it on purpose like am i supposed to believe now have we gotten to the point with kenny that we are supposed to believe that this guy's the lamest fucking dude in the world is that it i i don't know is that what he's I going for? Give, I can't give up on Kenny yet. But I'm very, your favorite tag team in the world is the Young Bucks? I know. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, Kenny? Snap out of it. I know, I'm that was sick weird. of this shit. Like this, but, okay, I want to focus on this MJF thing. Well, I'm saying you guys, I want to say, I, you're I, saying to somebody, I will say something. Okay, yeah, go. I want to say something about it. And I think I know what it is. And I okay. think I, it's not MJF. Sammy I think the problem <laughs> definitely not Sammy Guevara. I yeah, think the problem. Stop bringing up Sammy though, because I feel like we're yeah. trying to focus on. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think the problem is a little man named Dean Ambrose is starting to come back through the embodiment of John Moxley. I think Moxley's getting fucking boring, dude. I think he is. His cha- I don't think his championship run has been anything that spectacular. I think it started off hot. Uh, I think the stuff with the Dark Order was okay, but man, he's kind of getting getting boring. Like he's like becoming almost one dimensional again. Like I think there's better. Can I give Moxley a chance to respond? Yes. All right. So listen. Well, all I'm saying is that uh, I. I think Mox has done a great job, but I think right now he's getting a little boring. And I think MJF is pulling the weight of this whole thing. And it's completely one-sided. Like, Okay, but you're not just, answering my thing, which is, okay, so that's another element of this. Is that's it what I'm saying. weird? What, okay, here's my question. What, is it s- strange for your beef with another wrestler to be like, you, I won't let you, uh, be booked to beat me? I feel like there is a example of that in WWE with Roman AJ Reigns. AJ and Cena. Right? Or did they do it with that too? Well, like AJ I, was I, like, yo, you bury people. Like right. yeah, He's like, I'll thing. go back to Japan. Remember that? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, man. That feud was so fucking good, man. They, they had wow. one of their matches. Maybe <laughs> the Royal Rumble, Rumble match. Side. Royal Rumble. Oh, my God. Those guys had killer, killer matches. I mean, no one did it. Cena's one of the best fucking wrestlers of all time. Let's just, <laughs> He's one of the best just, guys of all time. He? He's yeah. really, really He's great I mean. I mean, maybe not in ring, but uh, at some, I mean, when he his absence in wrestling has been felt, you know? Yeah. Uh, in, in that feud, didn't he? wasn't there that match where he 
like Cena hit him with the uh, the attitude adjustment, and then like did like a roll through. Like yeah, picked I picked him, him up and again. did it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did like that thing that Hennigan does now. Yeah, where he like he picks him up. That that's when he started doing the double f u. Yeah. To, to like seal oh, the deal. Was, yeah. Yeah. To, to seal the deal. Cause he's like, this guy to putting, putting this guy no. down takes another F you, which is such a sign of respect. Yeah. I will, I will say one of my favorite things about those moments is when a wrestler goes to do a second finisher and thinks it's game over and then it gets reversed on him or him or her. And it's like, you're like, what, how did you just get hit by that? And then reverse it. And then, Oh man, that's such a mark. Sometimes. That's a it's classic mark. That's a classic yeah. two little mark. It just cool? happened in the well. It just it's, happened in the Cody and Scor- uh, Scorpio uh, match. Guy. So it's like yeah. Scorpio Sky match. But I'm saying, I just, I, 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 damn JF thing. It's like he's great. He's he's great. And then when Moxie came out, and beat him up. I was into it. I actually think. So you saying Moxie's boring? I'm actually still into Moxie's title run. No, I, I get it. it. I feel like he's in this weird spot of being mad at a guy who's doing something really confusing. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious to see where this goes. If you would like to send me a, uh, us a message, uh, maybe a cash in next week. Yeah. Here, maybe we'll maybe we'll focus the cash ins. What do you think about that? Yeah. Oh, I love Hell that yeah. cash in on the topic. Yeah, cash in topic. The topic the rules is, still apply one minute or less. Yeah, you tell me yes. why you think the MJF campaign works. I'm over and not. Here. And if you're just because you're truly just an AEW mark, we we know who you are. So just give us an actual, like, a real... Like, I'd want to hear someone that's maybe likes both shows, not just because you're an AEW <laughs> The fact that you just... The fact that you just creamed your jeans over thinking about, like, a hypothetical yeah. reversal. Yeah. And then you have the audacity to turn around. Yeah. Oh, if you're just yeah. an AEW I'm mark, getting sick of this so shit, funny. man. <laughs> I'm getting uh, sick of it. <laughs> People are going crazy, man. Everybody's losing their minds. They're so Everybody one-sided. They're right. It's, it's um, so crazy. Uh, all right, cool. Too low. All right, so that's what I'm saying. Then, uh, 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 all right. I, I mean, that's enough on it. Yeah. So let's let's hear what yeah, you guys have right. to say about that. One thing I will compliment MJF on that I think is so fucking good is he talks a huge game. He does some amazing uh, and 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 uh, 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 nostalgic old school heel work where mm-hmm. he talks a huge game and then when he comes out he gets beat up like a little fucking baby <laughs> like, yeah. he's he, he yeah. not tough at all he at ate all. that fucking uh yeah, paradigm then, shift hard yeah and then he's like basically yeah. hysterically crying like mm-hmm. he switches and that is really kind of rare guys protect yeah. their characters so much more than that um, I also thought he was like, check the VOMs. He comes from the VOMs. Yeah. The second he showed up, he was like, you know, like, oh, he's coming. Don't, let, don't like the second his music hit, he was horrified. Like, terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really Hissing good. in his pants, you know? Yeah. That, that was so good. Um, oh. and you hear the talk about VOMs, which, like, in theater terms, is just, like, the entrances that are not the entrance, you know? And, uh, like, uh, they were like, the yeah, I think. I might be making that up. Does that have to do with vomit? Like, like that's you like where you walk to vomit. Maybe. Yeah, I think maybe I made that up. But um, uh, but they were explaining it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just remembering a line that Taz said during the match I was watching with my wife that made us both hysterically laugh. Oh, what was that? Because um, they get, oh, uh, Kenny Omega gave Marco Stunt a dragon sleeper suplex. 
and he had a water bottle in his back pocket. <laughs> and then the water bottle, like after he gave it, the water bottle went fine. He's like, he knocked a water bottle out of his ass. <laughs> oh my God, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, I wasn't uh, looking at the TV when that happened, but I heard him say it. And I was like, what was that in reference to? <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. So you're kind of right. It is based on the word vomitorium. Right. But oh. a vomitorium is a passage situated below or behind a tier of seats in an amphitheater or a stadium. And it's because the word vomitorium. Is that from Greece when they would overeat? No. It, in ancient well, Greece? So you're kind of, that's what I mean. The word right. vomit means in Latin to spew forth. And so it's just an entryway that exit, or the, it's an egress out. It spews forth into the main auditorium. Spews people forth. Right. So right. you are the vomit. If you are oh, yeah. coming through the vomit, so, yeah, it's metaphoric vomit people. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's even better. That's it even comes better. in through the vomits. All right, Tulo. Where's Tulo? Oh, my you God. Yes, yeah, so he'd take a piss break because he's drinking that venti fucking uh, iced tea. Tulo, I'm going to throw it over to you about for raw underground, Tulo. I'm throwing yeah, it over what's to up? you. Okay. All right, I'm, I'm going to receive for, for the raw underground. Okay. Shayna Baszler. You see you wearing a Shayna two-time shirt. Shayna Baszler right, baby. is uh, one of your guys. She was one of my the guys. star of Raw Underground this week. Sure uh, was. What did you think? Well, I mean, I asked for this. I said this was this was it. There's there's two people I wanted to show up, three kind of, on Raw Underground that were women. I wanted Nia Jax to show up. I wanted her to be dragging like Pat Buck by his belt buckle and throwing him in there and beating the <laughs> shit out of him. And I said, if we're going to do this, there's nobody better than Shayna Baszler to be on there. And, and I was like, somehow we got to get Shayna Mandy doing some kind of brawl there in some kind of way. So when she showed up, I was like, perfect. And this is exactly what Raw Underground is good for. This exact moment right here is it doesn't need to be about anything other than proving that you're a bad motherfucker. Shayna Baszler just can't do that in a regular wrestling ring. She should be doing it in a place like Raw Underground that makes it feel like more like badass and like you're doing something. <laughs> Dude, something crazy. This Zoom's electric. Y'all, if you're listening, you have just. I hope you stopped a lot while Aaron's ago. Aaron's the star of this Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> Yo, <Maggie laughs> killing it. <laughs> Talk to it. Yeah, the dog is killing it. Aaron uh, walked God. away for a second, and then I have to walk away like, too. So angled down a little bit. Um. Anyway, all right, guys. Um. So yeah, I thought the Raw Underground was a good time this week. Yeah. Um. I I think that uh. I'm in, I'm into it. I I kind of was disappointed because like this week I felt like they would lay out a little bit more of like what it's gonna be. You know what I mean? But it was kind of just like an extension of last week. But I do think this is a good use. I agree. This is a good use of Shanna Baszler. I totally dig it. I was bombed again going back to your t- I thought she was going to beat up some dudes. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, though. I do agree with kind of the main kind of message here, which is that it's a good place for a character like her to make sense. Like, right. it's a perfect context now for that character. And, it, and that doesn't go away. So now when she does go to like a traditional ring what we've seen in raw underground carries forward so it's like oh yeah she's like a badass right. cage fighter mm-hmm. yeah that's the cool thing about raw underground is like it's another it's kind of like 
another NXT or whatever in a way where it's like you, it's a good way to establish yourself. I agree. I really think I love that idea we were talking about last week. I think it was one of your guys' ideas. Just like just making these fights for money. Mm -hmm. Stacks of cash. Man. Yeah. Gotta get the cash. No belts, yeah. just money. Like someone's just making a lot of money in the underground. Because then you can be like that money. You know, I love money because it's grounds shit. Like money is power in this country, in this world. So why not? If you make a lot of money in Raw Underground, that can affect your character, how your character comes into Raw. Yeah. Now you have a better training camp. You have different style, right? Like you, 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 you pay for a manager. You yeah. come in showing up on a nicer car. Fuck, like, man. Right? Like there's, so, there's cool shit you could do. And it's built into Shane's character. His song is Here Comes the Money. Yeah. Yes. Like win Shane McMahon's money. It's him. He's fine. It's his money. Yeah. He gets you a fucking song. check. He's like, it's not going to and then if, you know what, it's such a good place for wrestlers to go to that aren't getting booked right now. Instead of going to a main event, come to Raw on the ground. Prove yourself here. And then yeah. if you fucking prove yourself here and you get booked on the main cards again, I want a percentage yeah. of whatever fucking you're making up there. And Shane's just yeah, rolling the fucking money, baby. Yeah. And since you said Shana should be in it and she showed up, I'm going to let them all know, here's what yeah. I want eventually. Not okay, now. Here we go. Not next week. Not Maybe not even two weeks from now. But one day on Raw Underground, Brock Lesnar yeah. should stroll into that space and literally beat up everyone in the ring, everyone watching, Shane McMahon, <laughs> just yeah. should be a pile of bodies. Yeah. Uh, Brock! No more, Mr. Nice Jew! No, uh, and yeah. that, you know what? We've always been asking, when's the Bobby versus Brock Lesnar? match gonna happen i don't want a fucking match on fucking at, at wrestlemania i want it at raw underground if you're gonna do it i'll be right back i gotta let my dog in yeah uh totally is his dog I, texting him How does i he think I, I don't know tulo's doing his thing but listen i just think that raw i think raw underground is a win yeah uh well, aaron texted me saying that mike was all in on it yes he discovered raw underground on monday and he was like what even is this so i explained as the best i could he's like this is lit and he watched raw underground he's like i love this because he also likes shano max so he's right. fully yeah. on board with any of his harebrained schemes he really liked it i like it the camera work is cool it's it's i think it's a complete win now if you notice they said that it starts at 10 p.m uh eastern standard time every mm -hmm. raw well i guess that's both coast i just watch on i watch on eastern time uh yeah, but uh yeah so that's cool that like you know when 10 hits that's more structure to the show which we've mm -hmm. been asking for it's like oh 10 we get to see raw underground well and it's it like, makes the last hour more palatable because yeah. you're like okay we know at the end it's going to be something different so the first two hours of regular programming isn't like a slog right yeah. also you might if you're not around at eight you might be like oh, i'll turn it on at 10 for raw underground like it gives you a reason mm -hmm. to care about the hour changes like of a of a long three-hour show it's a marathon of a show mm -hmm. it's really three hour long shows you know so it's great that's what i would do if i was there. i would do that i would figure out a way to split up every hour into like a different uh uh show i think that, that i would wouldn't even do it i would you don't have to split it up though because what they're doing raw underground is perfect it, these are like three minute little sequences. Right. You just you just spruce in that last hour because what was the last hour? Oh my God. There's still an hour left. Now yeah. it's like the first two hours of this week were like I was like, whoa, this is yeah. an incredible show. Yeah. And 
oh, and there now we got Raw Underground. I got something to look forward to, not just the main event. I mean, I don't know what the fuck happened this week at Raw, but I just think if was, you don't like Raw Underground, I feel like you're not taking. Well, you know what? You're, you know what's funny? You're you're you're, 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 you're not, you, you don't you're not like that's not a fun personality. It was a I mean, weird. It was yeah. a weird start for it this week. It was kind of more casual. Yeah. It's like they pulled the reins back. There was no woman dancing. Right. There was no yeah, go-go dancers, no go-go right? Dancers. It was almost like they listened. For sure. Oh, people are saying this. People are saying that. These are the things that worked. These are the things that didn't. Yeah. I can tell you one thing, though. I, I'm not connecting with Shane just, like, talking. I said it uh, in the group, but, like, a more, like, toned-down version of Moro or something. Someone that knows how to call the moves and the, and the things to make it seem. So when Shane is putting somebody in an armbar... Morals, yelling, Oh my God, he's, she's gonna snap his arm or something. Kill a photo arm, and just and you have Shane there. He could still be yelling and talking and stuff and interfering, but uh, having Shane, some yeah. kind of Shane just bring the energy Shane, up just a little bit yeah, more, uh, even uh, amp it up more. Not he's his career. He's not the guy to be like calling sunk. it. I don't know. I don't what need it a, is about Shane. I don't need a whole panel. I just need Moro. And you know what? Honestly, Moro's getting lost mm-hmm. under. Ground. Taker. Uh, <laughs> Shane should be walking around uh, uh, taking bets. Like he should be yes. walking around like they're taking people's yes. bets and shit. Yes. And also, like, like why, is he, why is he dressing like he always dresses? I feel like yeah. if and we're Henry. getting into the like fucking fashion, I want him well, to be like, Dana I White. want him to wear like 30 mm. necklaces, glasses, like a fucking stupid he should hat, just, full just like a, douche. A Shane O'Mac. Shane O'Mac baseball yeah. jersey, but with the sleeves cut off, man. Show the guns. You know? <laughs> and all the buttons sense. open. The bottom line with Raw Underground is that more of you guys are watching. Uh, people are texting me about it. People are talking. They're doing something different. Raw Underground is succe- as a success. Yeah. That's This next week, this next episode, though, is the moment for them to kick it up a notch because yeah, they, got, they got lucky with the first one. It piqued people's interest. Then the second one, it's like, yep, this is a thing. Now that third one, they have to now they have to do something super surprising. It's it's the perfect thing. Like, look what Shana did this week on it, right? She beat the shit out of three chicks. Shane should be like, Oh, well, that's three, so here's ten for this one, here's ten for this one, here's ten for this one. That ten thousand yeah. dollars. Now everybody's like, What the fuck am I doing sitting oh, in yeah. catering? You got the guys eating oh, the catering, God. like, yo. Shane just made $30,000 for beating a three chick. And then they go there, but those guys should get their fucking ass kicked because they think they're tough. They right. think they're like a Mojo Raleigh. Like, you know, <laughs> like, jo- I'm hyped, I'm hyped. Yeah. And then he just gets his ass kicked by you're some drone. He's like, dude, this is why you're sitting on the sidelines. You're not that good. You're not that tough. You know, like. Can't hang in the underground. You can, you can, you can really develop this into it. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't make it more than what it has to be. Right. Just keep fucking sprinkling it in to give us something else. Right. There has to be, yeah, I, maybe not necessarily. I'm not saying they need to like make it more complicated, but they need to put some thought into how to make it surprising this third time because yeah. people right. they have to keep them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it'd be really cool if someone had a big fight coming up and they like go to train in the underground or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drew. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's perfect. Drew's got fucking Randy coming up. Let him just go and just kick everything. <laughs> 
Oh my god, he's coming to the underground! Just Claymore and everybody on his way out. Shane should pull up their song on his iPhone and just like play it. Yo, when I was... Jamie opened up for Dave Chappelle. Uh, and uh, in the club, oh. Chappelle walks around with a in fucking old school boombox. I don't know if you've yeah. seen this, uh, but it's Bluetooth, so it looks like one with like a tape deck, uh-huh. but it's fucking huge and booms. Like the speakers literally go like boom, 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 <laughs> right? Like that'd be awesome if Shane just had a fucking boombox. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Remember Brock? Like two weeks. Yeah. Oh, Brock party. Yeah, Brock party, man. Oh, that was, that was, was so good. I Remember Brock he put party. it. He put speakers decal. <laughs> yeah, and there was a decal. Was it actual fucking shirt. speakers? Really? Those are real speakers, dude. Yeah, for sure. They made the fucking briefcase. They modded the briefcase. That was the dude. funniest. <laughs> that was like. Did you? Mustafa Ali was had the briefcase in his hand. This is supposed to be like a, a moment of a lifetime for this guy. And Brock just came running down. <laughs> he joined the match with no, no, for no reason. Right? I completely made it. Oh, yeah. He took out Sami Zayn or some shit. <laughs> oh, it made no sense. Uh, wrestling's amazing. And that's <laughs> why I run on the ground. will never make sense. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right. Let's move on to something that it was amazing. Um, uh, uh, I mean, Seth Rollins was incredible this oh week. Uh, I mean, dude. let's talk about Big Daddy fucking Seth. Uh, <laughs> this fucking guy. Uh, what, what, Whoa, flavor? what flavor? Uh, Montauk, Montauk Summer Ale. Oh, that's Montauk. Good <laughs> Montauk Summer Ale. The yeah. fucking he only Island drinks. Shit. He only drinks Long Island. <laughs> yeah, totally. The Levitt's uh, Ale. <laughs> I had a Montauk wave chaser. Uh, wow. <laughs> IPA. Uh, the shores of Montauk. Yeah, this is the fucking, this Can. is the Farmingdale IPA. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, exists. I'm going to guess that there's like a town called Somerset. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, there is one there. <laughs> I bet. Oyster Bay. <laughs> oh my God. This is just called the Belmore Brew. Uh, all right. Man. But here's the deal. So, yeah. um, Seth. Seth Rollins truly beat the shit out of Dominic. Um, he <laughs> hit him with Realized. that kendo stick like 40 times. If There's pictures of Dominic after. I mean, oh, he's actually... They look bad. It looks bad. It was uncomfortable, dude. It was I uncomfortable. For, and had him on with his arms in the ropes. Yeah. Seth loved it. He was looking in the camera ah. being like, look what your kid. And it was fucking, you could see it was like some of his best acting. His hair was nuts. He looked like a mill bucks. Uh, <laughs> a millie? A millie, a millie. A Yo, millie. can you get that for the sound drop? So every time someone looks like oh, a millie. Oh, what bucks they look like? A millie. Uh, a millie, a millie, a millie. <laughs> I think I could get that. I think I could yeah, pull that it. off. You can license yeah, a Lil Wayne song for this. Just do, um, just pull Tulo saying it just there. Yeah, actually, I, I right, think right, I have Everybody be quiet for two seconds. Hold on. Oh, they're coming back to Fridays. All right, um, but yo, those were the days. Oh man, those were the days. Yeah, Seth. Seth was incredible. Seth also had this sick sequence that I sent to you guys. Oh yeah, uh, where he's wrestling Umberto Carrillo. Carrillo does a back back moonsault off the top rope. Rollins hits him with the feet to the face. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, gets up, gives him a, a kick, goes into a 
power bomb. He gives him like that sidekick, the one that him and Alberto Del Rio do. The one that he was using a little bit as his finish, like the uh-huh. kind of like the low super kick. You know Did what I'm talking about? Did you say Alberto Del Rio? <laughs> Alberto. Yeah. Alberto. Pride of Mexico. Uh, Alberto um, Del Rio. <laughs> I was looking at pictures of that guy. He's a, such a stud, that guy. <laughs> I know he's a piece of trash, right? Total, total piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, he's like kind of like sociopathic, right? That yeah. guy is like straight up like just bad dude, right? Yeah. But, he, he would like call out of work, which is wrestling. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's just, the, the night of, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I got fucking stabbed. They like wouldn't show up. Wait, and didn't he, didn't he get arrested? This is not funny, but didn't he get arrested for like – Abusing a woman or yeah. something? He yeah. put hands on Paige. Domestic abuse. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then his next uh, oh, wife. Or... But I'm not talking about Paige. Like, the next girl he was with, abused, yeah. she, like, he, like, forced her to, like, do stuff and then had sex with her, right? That sounds right. He, like, great. humiliated her. Like, made her, like, right. Right, anyway, it's disturbing. But, um, uh, 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 what were we talking about? Oh, so then, Rollins, he gives her the side, he gives him, like, that sidekick. Uh, what's an Enzigiri? I always forget. That's a kick. Enzigiri is... Is the kick? Yeah, it's like I when you it is uh, to the yeah, side yeah. of the head, like the side kick. I think that is what it is. He gives like an enzigiri, right? I uh, get that confused with the other word. That's a non-word. All right, but anyways, he gives an enzigiri. Uh, I'm sure it's what is that Japanese enzigiri? Have no. Uh, idea. I don't know. <laughs> okay, and then he goes into a power bomb, right? But he holds him on the bottom, flips him up into the stomp position so he like right like he he, he gives him oh a yeah and flips right him, but while he flips him in a way it's like very fast he's already riddle does it riddle bounced. does it riddle does it all the time riddle does it and then he goes into his knee you know into the but knee. he does exactly that where you give you a power bomb and then you flip them back up onto their feet but they stay yeah. onto the on their knees he, on their knees he's already bouncing off the ropes for the stomp it looked yeah really, it was sick. Carino uh, ate that stomp like a sandwich. Dude. He yeah. ate that stomp, man. Yeah, props to Carino. Also, baptized like, them. That's a that's a that's that's a two guys dancing together. You know, those are da- yeah. that's couple skating. You know <laughs> Let what me I mean? tell you something, Dan Black. <laughs> there has never been a time for Seth Rollins to just come forward and be like, "I'm calling the stomp the baptism now," because he is literally baptizing oh, good dudes out here. For you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's baptizing them. Like, it's the stomp is 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 lethal right now. And every time he does it to someone, they just disappear off the face of the earth. They're gone. Yeah, I mean, he could he at, at the least at the least he least. could say you're welcome after a stomp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At the least, like like you know, like act like he did you such a favor, even if you don't want it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so bad. So some of I'm I him beating up Dominic Mysterio. Props to Miss Dominic Mysterio for that. I'm Dominic watching Mysterio it right got, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it disturbing. It was legit disturbing. I didn't feel comfortable watching it. I mean, as, this kid's not this kid. He just think about the story too. He just signed his contract to become a professional wrestler. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Very disturbing about <clears throat> the way he's tied up in the ropes. It's like it's a like, little like, like like religious. Yeah. 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 I, I think surprised. they're setting up for a Samoa Joe Rollins feud. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, that's what it feels like. It feels like Joe's is kind of like watching yeah. this unfold, and it's gonna sicken him. You know what I mean? And Joe's yeah. looking beefy, and he looks awesome. Yeah. Joe should be just fatter, and then he can wrestle a little slower. But he looks good, <laughs> fat. I said it. I said it. I think <laughs> does anybody have a better job in the WWE than Samoa Joe right now? I mean, the guy is 
having the time of his life on that commentary crew. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Ray Mysterio told Dominic, like, look, if you want to be in this business, you're going to, you're going to have to kind of pay your dues. And part of that is like, you're, you're going to have to take these kendo stick shots. <laughs> yeah. He's got a lot like, of right? work to do. If you didn't you to feel like business. that. Yeah. He's, yeah. It he's felt like that was a conversation that happened. ASAP. Yeah. Dominic should already be in better shape, I would say. I mean, yeah. how old is he? He's, he's skipping leg days. He's like 18, sure, isn't he? He's like very young. I think he's going to kill it. I think he's going to tear the house down. He was just a teenager. Like when they first did this, like when he first showed up, he was like 12 years old. That was when he, he was Nicholas. second, by the way. Yeah. He, when he, he showed Nicholas. up in, uh, in the Eddie match, uh, the ladder match, to see who his parent would be. The, 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 you know, for the, they did like an Elian Gonzalez uh, angle with Dominic when he was a little Did kid. you see what Rollins um, posted on Instagram? Oh, he's 23. They don't talk about it anymore. Okay. What? He's 23. Did you see what Rollins posted on Instagram? It was him, like, oh, and it was, was like, baby Dominic. <laughs> well, no. Uh, no, I didn't see that. It was good. It's it's a cool post. It's on uh, Rollins' Instagram. It's like, he, like, edited it so it looks like he's in the ring instead of Eddie. And it's like young Dominic, and he like wrote oh. something. It's 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 a good post. Okay, so wow. in two thousand five, he made his first appearance. This is by the way, you can look this up. Uh, little uh, Dominic Mysterio, he made his first appearance <laughs> when he was eight. And part of his father's ongoing feud with Eddie Guerrero, in which the two rivals fought for custody for him. <laughs> 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 uh, Mysterio, oh my god Mysterio defeated Guerrero at SummerSlam <laughs> and he was it's literally like an Elian Gonzalez storyline it's insane it's crazy wrestling was so crazy yeah I'm just glad that our Mexican wrestling buddies have better storylines now than right. like uh, you're gonna fight for custody of a kid, or like JBL's gonna try to deport you, or like <laughs> <laughs> okay, JBL. Oh my god, <laughs> the stuff JBL does would get him. He would never get any other job just for right. being in this footage. By the way, um, do you see? Because we have Zoom, I can show it. Umberto Carrillo's walked down the ramp. He he go. He has a thing where he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> Like he's sticky in his so mind. He's that? like he's in a coat closet and he's like trying to like yeah, <laughs> sidle by. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> sideways. You guys have to check out the Zoom footage to see Dan do it. This has been a very visual pod. I understand that. Yeah. He walks like like he's a cartoon drawing, like a, of a superhero. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's surprisingly easy to act out on Zoom, even sitting. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Roberto Creo, very talented. Uh, yeah, incredible. So anyway, athlete, good yeah. for Rollins. Rollins got to be. He's just one of. The, he's just like one of the most consistent dudes in wrestling, especially you during know? quarantine. Yeah, you can always count. You can really count on him. I, I, he, he we, I this was that moment. See his heel, his next mm. heel title run is going to be a fucking. This, this blast. was that moment for him. This was that like, this was oh shit, Rollins found it moment. You know, like. Yeah. Kudos to fucking Dominic for taking that because that's oh. insane. Yeah, it's insane. Dominic twenty three should be in better shape. He wants to be a. Pro. You got hit with a kendo stick, stick Dan. Better shape. Dan, how long did that kendo stick fucking uh, those shots that you took at? Cal- oh, I'm sorry, at a DCM. Yeah, so last year I took oh, kendo God. stick shot to the wall. And by the way, I th- you could still see the spot that like the worst spot. <laughs> if you look, you I could point it out. Um, but that but or maybe now it's just starting to be gone. I don't know. I'll try to show it to you, but. 
for uh, it stays it like if you get hit in the spots where it really connects and your skin goes like close to black that doesn't go away for like eight months yeah you know what i mean like the but the smaller stuff goes away like in a couple weeks you know um but I mean, Dominic's gonna he, be bruised at SummerSlam. Like, if he has his shirt off, you're still gonna see some of that stuff. I hope he rocks his like some kind of gear harness to his dad or something, right? He He's should got wear the full like. It should be the first time where he he dons the Mysterio mask. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what I would do. Even if he takes it off down the line, I hope they do that. I just think like. And that's part of like wrestling, right? It's like he was Rey Mysterio Jr. Like you, you, you take these characters live on, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's part of that. Okay, um, but yeah. Like last thing I want to talk about, uh, the Fiend Alexa moment on SmackDown. So, um, Fiend came back to target Alexa again. Um, he went to go like they pulled like almost like that Khaleesi. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Drago. Say Drago, right? Is it Drago? Was his name that? Yeah. I was. All right. I was thinking I was getting confused with Rocky Four. Oh, uh, uh, Kyle yeah, Drago. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Drago. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jason Momoa. So, uh, like, you have that moment where, like, you know, he would always rape her. You know, I'm sorry yeah. to be like, this is what it was. He would always have sex with her non-consensually, and then moment she like takes the power back, and that's kind of I felt like the moment to have with Alexa. Alexa is like the first person to really like see the fiend as not a beast, as like a beauty mm. and the beast moment. Very cool moment, I thought. Mm-hmm. Really slick. Like she literally like pet his mask. You're like, and he didn't know what to, like he uh, Bray. I mean, God, the guy's he can act even through a fucking mask. Yeah, you yeah. See his toxic masculinity of like, yeah. oh, no one's ever fucking. When I'm less like this, everyone's scared of me. This person sees me still. Fucking this person, great. This person sees me. Right? <laughs> yeah. Is that? Is there anything? Like, isn't that what Bray Wyatt, like the character, has been talking about this whole time? Like no one takes him seriously. No one sees. Mm-hmm. Him. He sees him. It's beautiful. Okay. It, it really is. Yeah, because he just uh, wants to be seen. Uh, Alexa is so. It's just like this is like great, right? It's you know what? It's just like the reality of the situation with with WWE. <laughs> Sorry to be like this guy. Sorry to be Donnie Dirt Sheets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here oh, we go. oh we're going we in. Go. We diving. Let's go, baby. Oh, here we go. My sheets are clean this week, baby. Sorry to be Donnie Dirt Sheets, but it sucks that it takes WWE going to their lowest ratings in history. To try. Right. Like, mm-hmm. right? The, the stuff they're doing is not... The, we didn't even mention Retribution. Like, because it's kind of mm-hmm. stupid. Right? Like, it's, it's, it's not that cool. You know? And yeah. also, we all kind of know that it's not going to be anything good. Like, right. it's just kind of impossible. Uh, maybe we'll be wrong. But even something that we all agree is bad mm-hmm. was something new and fresh. And it took them hitting their lowest ratings ever and getting fucking lazy... To do it, it's it's kind of stressful. So this like Alexa booking, booking, we missed out on like six months of decent Alexa booking, booking, just <laughs> like booking. He keeps trying to say Alexa Bliss, Alexa booking, Alexa Blixings. Thanks for nothing. Wow. All You're right. dismissed. <laughs> bye bye. Um, well, like we haven't seen that Alexa in so fucking long, and she's so talented. She's one of their top talents. Um, so. That is that is frustrating. Like it feels like AEW, these guys, because they're young, fresh, and hungry, every week they take that show so seriously. You know? Yeah. Young, dumb, and full of confidence. Yeah. I think the vibe is <laughs> that's a way to clean that line up. Uh, 
It's from a, 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 a D12 I mean, Starboy. Uh, I would also say kudos to WWE, but like, I mean, the women's division, especially on Raw, like, we have four women's matches this week. I mean, Sasha, I mean, Bailey versus Oscar was like insane. I mean, like an instant classic. It just makes Sasha versus Oscar at SummerSlam. That match is going to be match of the year, like it easily. SummerSlam have, will pass the Bechdel test. I mean, Lana, <laughs> Lana, Lana, and Natty. Even like it's like wow, they're making things relevant with the with the women, and you can't even get a match from a from a women's match on AEW that means anything. So like, oh, but Nick, there's not a lot of room on a two-hour <laughs> show. And I'm not That's not a lot of time for everybody. I'm an I only do it to talk AEW on this. Cody's here. Uh, He's taking a pillow. He doesn't like pillow. Listen, the Nightmare Family does not like to be criticized. We will. We will. If you fuck with the Nightmare Family, we will leave Twitter. Yeah, yeah, we will. We will. We'll bounce. I'll leave for three days. I I I have no tolerance, and maybe this is me being an insensitive. I had no tolerance for people who like get like so much twitter hate that they're like it like crushed me and like well like it's i fucking people could i don't think people could hurt me on twitter i just don't i don't think but i'm probably wrong but like yeah. i just don't even read twitter like right. you know i left i thankfully left twitter a month and a half ago i've Good never felt better it's uh it's a garbage place for garbage yeah. people um <laughs> stupid um, <laughs> I'm just saying. No, but uh, I one? think no. Nah, there's only one. Uh, but oh, wow. uh, no, no, no. I don't even know what happened with Brandy. To be honest, I didn't even look it up. I just saw she do it. I, I don't even know what happened there. But it's like so not worth even discussing. I don't even know what happened. So maybe I'm being insensitive. I actually didn't mm. even look into it. But um, I'm, I'm just don't... saying, take notes. I mean, like the w- Raw Women's Booking was like incredible. It's I mean, like they, WWE women's wrestling right now is pretty fucking good across the board. And AEW's women's yeah. wrestling is their best wrestlers in a, in a wheelchair, you know. Yeah, uh, right, that's right. the truth. Yeah. Um, like, Akara Shida has never even, they've never even attempted to give her a pro ball, right? Yeah, yeah no, right. zero. Like, how are we supposed to care about her at all? And then Nyla Rose, they, like, very, pretty much abruptly ended her, like, dominant run. Yeah. You know, so. But like, Dan. How are you gonna have Brandon Cutler on if you have women? Stop matches? criticizing! Stop criticizing! <laughs> Don't stop criticizing the TNT champion and his family and their company. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Do you have something to say, Newman? <laughs> yeah, I just think that. Uh... <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do you it. Mic? Newman. I will leave Twitter. What the fuck? You cut it. They cut his mic? Why don't you shut up, Steve? <laughs> yeah. We can't hear Newman. The Nightmare yeah, Family. Family. Cut, they cut my mic. There it is. Oh, there it is. Back Nightmare Family. You think you know me? No, wow. I, I don't. I honestly Yo. don't know what happened there. But I, and I love Cody and uh, Brandy's. They're they're cool. I love AEW. But I'm just saying. Uh, Here's what I understand. Like, why are people if get someone so was like, about, but it's okay. It's, it's if, people. You don't even know who they are. They're just saying shit. Like, no, but idiots. that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point. I can totally empathize with somebody being <clears> like, <throat> "Fuck this!" Like, I don't need to be here. Right, right, right. Leaving Twitter. Like, why am I on Twitter? What is Twitter? Right. People are people are attacking me or, or criticizing me on my targeted marketing profile. I'm out. Mm. I'm out. 
It's yeah, just a way. It's just a way for advertisers to send ads at you. You put your personal <laughs> information in. You use the word wrestling. You get wrestling. Ads. That's all it is. That's all it is. But, but Brandy's like a public figure, so I think she should be able to stand up to the scrutiny and just stay on social media. Sure, but I, I, I definitely, like I said, like if somebody's like, if somebody in that moment realizes the uh, uselessness of a, of something like Twitter and decides to take that out of their life, I totally understand that. Did she come back to Twitter? I think so. <laughs> Never mind. I take it all back. They're the, they're the ones who are doing the advertising. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't actually, like, here's the thing. I don't know anything about the situation, so I'm upset I even brought it up. I was just trying to have fun with this. She got well. criticized for but, heels and, and the program of what heels was, and it was a lot of fair criticism. And instead of taking the criticism and revamping whatever it was, they got defensive and didn't and Twitter for three days. Did, and, and, yeah, and 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 said some things back to people that they probably shouldn't have said. I think she said something along the lines of "You sound like a barking little dog" or something like that right, right, to right. someone that was like, "This makes no sense." This, I, you know, and well, from my understanding, listen, is that AEW heels is the way you pay to have a voice about women's wrestling, right? Or that's maybe that's my kind, that was that was like a, a lot of the grief that they were taking from it. Yeah. That and, and like there, there, it, there's no women. There's like almost no win, women segments on AEW. It's just true, you know. Yeah. Right, and it's then like, you have to a pay weird time. to like be in the women's club and like watch it on YouTube if you want right. to see the matches. And like I think like so, it's a really interesting thing. But like it's, I understand why you make like, you know, when you're booking whatever they messed it up. Whatever people make mistakes, bookers make Bro, mistakes. Whatever. They're all. It's saying, about the demo. That's all well, they yes. fucking care about. Right, because it's 1849 men demo is what they're going That's after. That's it. That's all they fucking care about. They're trying. They saw Raw's numbers spiking down, and their numbers were starting to go up, and they're like, we're throwing all the rules out. We got to go win this thing. And it's exactly the same kind of mentality that got WCW killed as well. Well, I, I, have, no, I have no to- problem with that, really. It, yeah. it, 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 I have no problem with that in terms of, like, if, if you're honest about it. If you're like, here's what we're doing. They are, like, though. We're doing this just because we're trying to win so that we can change stuff, and this is like our tactic we're using right now and, to get on the radar. Whatever. If that's what they want to do. I'm not saying it's what I would do. I'm just saying. But when you start you, just being like – You don't have to look further than what this, Tony Khan is saying. Else. But you don't have to look further than what Tony Khan's talking about because all he talked about that whole entire last week was the was the demo and how they – it was the best year of his uh, – it was the best, like, most successful night of his life because he won – the views and he had his and his things up. They're just going for the demo. They want to get the ratings up. They want to win a ratings war and puff their chest out and do it. So they know that they can sacrifice the women's wrestling because what are people in the 18 to 49 demo going to be most interested in? They're going to be interested in a bunch of fucking dudes in the ring, like 12 at a time that they did last week. So they need we more get babes. It. They need more babes. Uh-oh. Oh, Nick. He, I'm back. Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> right. Low well, power mode. Aaron, how do, you, how, do, how do you feel about that? If knowing that what, what Tulo's saying is that they're going for the demo and the demo's mostly male and they, the, the women's segments, they see their ratings go down, let's say. And yeah. so they're trying to win and establish the company so that they could start a second show, which is already in the cards, and have more time for the, 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 the keep the lights on for to build the women talent stronger. Right. I mean, on one hand, it's like they're 
they know where their bread is buttered because mm-hmm. all of their stars are men. And like mm-hmm. the women's division is quite thin, but there are, I mean, Britt Baker's in a wheelchair and she's <laughs> yeah. for me a big draw and like someone like Abaddon, I would like to see more of. And yeah. there's other people who I'm like, Oh, I wish I could see them wrestle. But Again, it's like with the division so thin, for me personally, it doesn't take away from the show, but I also don't think that there's like equity there when you're kind of relegating this whole tournament to YouTube, Mm -hmm. you're making Mm -hmm. women pay to be in the club. It's like, it's kind of bogus. And I do think that if they have, you know, I know two hours is more than enough time, but maybe with more time they could um, have a more robust women's program and more talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's I think that's well put because you well, just said, even, you said Abaddon, which I saw a wrestler I saw mm-hmm. one time. Hope, I hope they're more. developing her, but it was like we talked. She like caught our eye. She had the Bugenhagen syndrome. Like mm-hmm. she caught us right away, and we're like, shit, what's going on with her? But maybe she needs to develop more. You yeah, know, I don't know. You know, Bugenhagen, by the way, Boos getting four ninety five a professional extra. Jesus Christ. 495. You know how many how much weight that is? That's like That's insane. all of our weights combined. Yeah. That's Probably. Awesome. Wait, Bugenhagen benched 495? Max four I tagged you in it. I said, and then you re-tagged me in when he did the 450. But he did 495 max one time. 450 on a bench is so fucking heavy. <laughs> that is so crazy. <laughs> That is so and and I and I found out about him the other day. He's a he's a uh, a high school um, what's it called? Uh, all all American wrestler too. He was in the state championships for Wisconsin, and he went to the University of Wisconsin as a wrestler, which is the rivals to the Minnesota Gophers, where Brock Lesnar went. Right, and that's your learn something new every day. Wow, that's that's your moment of uh. Bliss and Tulo. This moment started talking about Bliss. Somehow veered into this. Look, whatever. Um, I I think that uh, okay. So whatever. We'll save some of this AW NXT stuff for the bonus. Mm-hmm. I didn't even watch NXT yet. Which, by the way, I did on purpose because I got some criticism about the double rig. So I'm watching mm-hmm. AW and NXT separately. I'll say wow. I'll watch NXT. We'll talk about it on the bonus app to give NXT its proper due. I'm ready to see Johnny Gargano <laughs> at home. We're being invited into the home of Gargano and Candice LeRae. Let's see what happens. But last thing I do want to say, because this ties to what we're saying with the Fiend thing, we'll see where they go with that. Braun cut a promo. He's finally showed himself since oh my uh, the horror show at Extreme Rules. Um, he is, I guess, changed a little bit, meaning he feels a little more scary, right? Like he was a little more like, yeah. So he's he's emerged from the swamp. Um, <laughs> with swamp in his, found in his, his like, throat, I guess. <laughs> yeah, his gargling swamp down. water. We'll see. I guess my question, to you guys, is That's... if what it is is that he emerges after going into the, the swamp of destiny or whatever, and he comes out of it, um, <laughs> and he comes out of the swamp of destiny, and he is now like a more evil, hard-edged version of himself. Is that make? Is that enough? Is that cool for you guys? Does that work for you guys? Or, or does he need to, like, you got to see him, like, you want to see a shot of him being like, <laughs> like, coming out. <laughs> 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 he like, like, just lay on the, 
Like just or does coughing he need up a fiend water. mask? Does he need to go like he needs a mask also? You're fully converted. Because we're going to keep having these uh, these existential and like conceptual fiend, uh, 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 Bray matches. And everybody seems to lose them. Is it just there's some kind of emotional fallout for it? Is there a consequence? Like when John Cena comes back, can he just should he? Would you be upset if he just comes back after the last time we saw him, he just disappeared? Yeah. You know, should he should be affected? Well, that's yeah. what I was saying about Braun. Like, where did he? What happened? Like, there's been like a month now since that pay per view, right? Like, he just that's what I'm saying. He so drowned, is, he's gonna come back. So is this, what would this, make is you this, feel satisfied about him coming back from being? disappeared into the swamp of destiny for three months or whatever i mean honestly him coming into the ring to fight bray <laughs> and then drop into his knees like this and joining bray that's what yeah I that's want. it right that's I, what that, i want to right that's like the only thing that kind of makes it or would you like if he showed up and he literally has like a lily pad on his shoulder frog comes out yeah, right. frog, he burps up a frog <laughs> listen he, he got drowned by the fiend right so wouldn't it make sense for him like he just literally was killed wouldn't it make sense for him to just come out and just lay down for the fiend and take the pin wouldn't you be like holy shit like yeah. this is crazy and then he just how about a black uh, leather sheep mask like yeah. you used to wear something Rocking demonic like a, a like a sheep mask my, a demonic face well Give look us, so fucking, who cares i don't need braun as champion yeah i don't i'd rather have some kind of crazy thing with the fiend and Shayna basil just pop back up my screen and scared the shit out of me yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh let me ask you something this is the la- this, is, this is the last thing to sum this up they've announced <laughs> that fiend is now wrestling Strowman at SummerSlam for the title. Can Fiend lose to Strowman? I mean, can no. Fiend need a pin to Strowman? Not, no. Well, Not the Fiend well. character, no. But, like, Sweater Bray. Well, no, but I mean, we've had Sweater Bray Goldberg. already. Then we had Swamp. Then we had the Swamp Tacular. And then now we're within the, 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 the river, the field of the river of dreams, count. the Billy Joel album is named. Count. It's uh-huh. named after the Billy river Joel of dreams. Yeah, it's the river of dreams. You got thrown into the river of dreams. This podcast is too Long Island heavy. This is that's true. But I'm saying now he's gonna wrestle Fiend. If Strowman comes out and he is more like demonic and that, and if Fiend takes takes pinfin and he's laughing i think you can start establishing fiend as a guy who gets pinned because right. he doesn't even really care about winning matches right. he's like sure. it's then he has the joker kill me look what i did to you i made you so fucking visceral right i yeah. made you so vile i'm so proud of you he doesn't even care about losing matches then i think you have some killer booking for fiend is that yeah. he cares more about the swamptacular match that he has to do <laughs> like in the converting people is more yes. important then he yeah. has one final match to prove to you that you are no longer yeah. yourself and then you Ooh. pin but you feel weird you're like you hit him you 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 kill him in like an extraordinarily violent way like jokers like hit me but you actually hit him for batman and then it's like right that's yeah. that's his, his pattern his goal is to make wwe fucking amazing and he's doing it i mean look at seth rollins right i think the next guy on his thing should be like kevin owens especially he wants to spread like, pain right like let's go let's keep giving let's i want to keep seeing all the best wrestlers on this brand, like get served up to the fiend and see what we'll see, right. see what can work. But I'm talking about the actual fiend character. He's trying to he's trying to spread his pain, right? He's like this yeah. character who uh, was like he he's like he thinks you know he 
uh, uh, the Bray sweater Bray character is like, oh, I'm doing great. I'm cured. Yeah. Now I'm here to like talk to you guys, but it's like not him though. But it really, it's the same. He's like, yeah. but the yeah, fiend, yeah, yeah. he's not good. He still has pain that he is really unresolved <laughs> shit. And so if he can make that mystery, wow. what's called company, where he's like Bray, and like same thing as like Daniel Bryan. It's like, you know, uh, uh, go back to being shaved head. Like, Biz, this whole like you're a good guy thing. No, 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 no. You're miserable too. So if he has Braun start being like vicious again, then it's like mission Forgot about the for miss. him, right? But here's yeah. the thing, though. Makes but, him really cool. But with Braun, Braun compared to every other person that the Fiend right. has faced hasn't really had a change in character to where he there's a Braun to go back to, except for the sheep mask Braun. Right. Like that's mm-hmm. it. The Wyatt family. That's Braun. it. Yeah. Right. So like where there is no other place to send Braun back to. Right. So that's why I think we're having this conversation of like, where is this going to go? Because every other time you could predict, right. oh, it's going to. I know where we can send them. Maybe he starts using the sheep mask. We could so send them to WrestleMania 34 when Nicholas was his teammate. Yeah, like the most true. embarrassing fucking moment ever. I want to see Braun behead Nicholas. In yeah. Entity. Yeah. Now we're talking. Fuck yeah. He should bring Nicholas. Would be it would be really funny if he fucking fiend comes out with Nicholas, like bloody oh Nicholas. <laughs> he like he like chops. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Instead of the guys. Bray face lantern, yeah, it's, it's Nicholas. Nicholas. But it's, he's yeah. alive. Yeah, he's just <laughs> carrying him out by his head. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see where they go with this. Let's track this because mm-hmm. I think that if they get, I think there's a way to have him lose to Strowman, but it involves Strowman being changed from the Swamp of Destiny. Uh, or whatever the fuck that was, right. that match. So, you know, where the guy went on fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that guy. All right, guys. Listen, we're going to pick this conversation up on the bonus episode. Uh comes out Friday morning. Me and Tula are going to be dissecting AEW and NXT to an unhealthy degree. couple topics we didn't get into is, are they teasing a Cody heel turn? Because they keep talking about how big his entourage is getting. Oh, is and that they call him the Prince. Good? The Prince yes. of Pro Wrestling. Save Whoa. it. Save it. Save it for the pod. You're, you're heading into paywall territory. Sorry, too sorry, 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 sorry. Um, Go, keep going. Um, we'll talk about the new NXT, the new, the new uh, TNT title. Do we think it looks Ooh, gorge? Yeah. Or do we think it looks jabroni? We'll talk about Tag Team Appreciation Night in general. Mm. The FTR uh, 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 heel turn uh, against Rick Rick uh, Rick Morty, uh, and then uh, and uh, and then we'll talk everything NXT. We'll talk about how it felt to be invited into the Gargano household oh, <laughs> or whatever is happening on NXT TikTok. That's me <laughs> watching the clock. Um, and we'll talk about the Dark Order. I have a couple of questions. Is it working? Because I'm not sure uh, anymore. But uh, we'll they talk also about said that TikTok stuff. too. That's why I said that. Yes. Um, I'm loving Brody Lee's wax mustache. That looks. <laughs> mustache looks good. Save for bot. Save for Save for bot. All right, all right. That's right. You got everyone. Everyone owes me fifty cents. Venmo me fifty cents for that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Listen, everybody, just fucking Venmo Dan fifty cents, please. It's fifty cents. All right, you know I'm gonna do, gonna it do it right now. I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna Venmo. At, what's your Venmo at Dan Black Attack? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, is it? That is it. Okay, yeah. perfect. So, so. <laughs> everybody yeah. Venmo Dan 50 fucking cents. He deserves it. All right, everybody. Um, and maybe we'll get Jamie on. The, I'll get Jamie on the bonus episode to oh, talk about the match. Bonus. Okay. That's good bonus. Uh, we'll get that. I'll get that on the bonus episode. All right, everybody. Uh, check out the Dan Black Attack podcast, by the way, which is out right now, coming out simultaneously with this episode. Um, 
that me and Aaron are talking about Kamala Harris, uh, uh, all her stats, what she's been up to. Is she good? Is she bad? Um, is she a good pick? And we're also having a good time. And then uh, check out patreon.com slash means wrestling for our bonus episodes. And uh, also our cash-ins. That's what I want to say. Cash-ins. We'll be back next week. You leave us a voicemail uh, at 316-530-2429-316-530-2429. Blow my mind. Um, and our topic. And I'm not saying you have to stick to the topic, but your odds are getting played on the show. The topic is, what was the topic? Oh, MJF's campaign. Why is his campaign angle working for you, right? For a match he already has, <laughs> okay? <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and uh, spread the word with the pod. Even if you can't uh, join the Patreon, just tell somebody you enjoy this podcast, you listen to it every week. I expect you tell somebody that you like it, okay? Even if you're not sure if they like wrestling, just tell somebody you like it. We are Word of mouth goes a long way, All right. Uh, Tulo's house looks like it's on fire. All right, everybody. Cops are falling off. Retribution is there. Wow, retribution. (laughs) Retribution. Rick Flair just got kicked in the head. Oh, my God. They're cutting out. Everybody keep watching wrestling. (laughs) Kisses. Comedians of wrestling. I listen up. Wednesday. When I go to work. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.